RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. It is Victory Monday, and we love our Victory Mondays out here. Um, listen, if you're a Buccaneer fan, you're in a funny place, okay? I think two teams squared off yesterday with the Rams and the Buccaneers that are very similar. Um, both had high expectations. We had people talking about them going to the Super Bowl. Neither one of those teams is going to the Super Bowl that I saw yesterday, okay? Our Buccaneer team figured out a way to win that game yesterday. Um, offensively, that's not good enough. I, I mean, I don't care. And listen, you listen to all the experts and the pundits and you look at social media and everybody's like, well, Brady's the reason why we won. Brady's the only... We scored 16 points. We scored 16 points. Offens- offensively, we did not play well enough to win that game. No way. Three and out, three and out, three and out. How many three and outs are you going to have before you think your defense is going to bust? Offensively, we didn't play well enough. Defensively, I thought we played well enough to win that game, okay? If you look at the look at the box scores... Nine first downs for the Rams, three rushing first downs for the Rams, four of 15 on on third down. I mean, these are statistics. I mean, we made them punt over nine punts for the Rams. Nine punts. There should not this game shouldn't be close if our if our Buccaneer offense was anything. And I'm not sure we're anything right now, unfortunately. Now, there's a lot of, you know, side stories that have been going on with the Buccaneers. Uh, obviously, Brady and his divorce. Listen, I'm, I just went through a divorce last year, okay? For anybody that thinks that Tom Brady just eased up some kind of this huge weight because his divorce was finalized, all the bad shit happened already. It's over now, okay? So you, if you worried about what was bothering him, it was bothering him in the past. A year ago, I guarantee this was bothering him, and we didn't know about it. Now his wife is gone, okay? This is, that's old news. And this is not, if Tom Brady's not playing well, it's not because of divorce. Life will get you, of course. But this is something he's been going through for years. If you go, if you if you just finalized your divorce, that means you've been going through a bunch of shit for years, okay? So that's not an excuse. Tom Brady, I thought, didn't play, I didn't think he played poorly yesterday. The week before, I didn't think he played very well. So offensively, we're just not in sync. I, I four net the four net project. I'm not sure where it's going. Uh, Rashad White, I'd like to see him on the field more, but obviously there's some things he can't do that, or else he'd be on the field. Julio Jones, we finally get a chance to see Julio Jones. He's running the wrong routes. He's not going across, you know, the 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 formation and uh, in, in motion to mess up plays. It, it doesn't look right, people. And we won the game yesterday, and the Buccaneers are in first place. And a lot of people are like, what are you bitching and moaning about? Well, we just we just came off of a Super Bowl win and pretty darn close to another one or getting getting to one. You think you're going to be happy if the Bucs end up at the end of the year at 8 and 9? That's not going to do anything to go on the road the whole time and, and, and think you're going to make that work. It's not going to happen. So when I'm looking at this Buccaneer team and you break it down scientifically, too many little things within the big things that are issues. The Devin White thing that happened last last week, 
in in ways it was underblown and in ways it was overblown. Okay, that play was bad. I mean, I sat and talked to Warren Sapp about it. Warren talked about ripping off his C and this and that. I don't know if it's that crucial, but those plays were not normal get your ass kicked plays. Those were I got something going on in my brain plays. And Devin White, I was watching him. I guarantee everybody else was watching him every single play. And I guarantee Devin White gave it it all yesterday. Gave it it all. He's not always going to play great. He's going to over-pursue at times. But that's what linebackers do at times, okay? So those were a couple of the big old stories that were going on before that game yesterday. But when you go into a game against a Rams team that's struggling, that has Cooper Cup as an injured Cooper Cup, as their only weapon, and I'm seeing Cooper Cup running around the field wide open. I'm just, when people ask me, do you think the Buccaneers are a well-coached football team? I don't know if I can say yes today. I'm not sure. And that's what scares me. Now, I'm I'm actually going to defend Byron Leftwich a little bit. Everybody wants to crucify Byron Leftwich. Fire Byron Leftwich. If you fire Byron Leftwich, you still have the same playbook. It's just somebody else calling plays. Now, people will say, well, Byron Leftwich was good at calling plays two years ago and last year, but not this year. You see how stupid that sounds? If you can call plays, you can call plays. It's a rhythmic thing. They don't do anything well. If What do you think the, the, the Buccaneers are basing their offense around right now? They don't really. Tom Brady's arm doesn't look great at that ball down the field. It doesn't. Okay, the long ball, I don't know if it's even a thing anymore, okay? Because Tom Brady's not great at getting that ball down the field. We don't have possession receivers are up and down. We don't run the ball worth a darn. We don't have a tight end. And, you know, this whole thing, I'm hearing the, the media all bitching back and forth. Run more play action, run more play action. Okay, you can, we, we statistically do well in play action. But play action is usually good when you run the ball efficiently. And if you ask for the reason why they don't run more play action, I promise you the reason is that Tom doesn't like it. If statistically they do well in play action and they're not running it, that's that's because Tom doesn't like it. Think about when you're running play action, you're turning your back to the defense, you're making yourself very susceptible and very vulnerable. 45 years old. You don't want to get hit in the blind side by some 22-year-old, you know, snotty-nosed kid ready to end your career and you're 45 years old. So it's so easy to say, just run play action. We're good at it. Tom's got to want to do it. And Byron can call him all day, but Tom doesn't have to execute it. And as far as the coaching, we have, listen, people, we have a very knowledgeable coaching staff. This coaching staff is about the same as a Super Bowl winning coaching staff. Did they suck then? No. And they don't suck today. But you know what? Some of the things that suck is the play on the field. You could call a running play all day long. You watch the Tennessee Titans play? Tennessee Titans run the same damn play over and over, and you can't stop it. Now, is there any creativity to our offense? Nope. I don't see it. But it's because there's just not that many weapons. If the Bucks are running for four, five, six yards a pop, all of a sudden creativity becomes easy. But everything for the Buccaneers offensively right now is hard. And what I mean hard, it just, it just, third and one is hard. Third and three, hard. Everything is difficult. 
when you look at some of the good, better teams out there, you know, you know the Kansas Cities and the Bills and the, the, and the, and the Eagles and, and even the Cowboys and teams like that, things, things become easier, okay? Things are easy to pick up. With the Buccaneers right now, everything is hard. Too many drops. There was at least a half dozen drops yesterday. One big one from Scotty Miller, who I didn't think played poorly. I thought Scotty Miller had one of his better games. But if you ask me, do I want Julio, do I want Julio Jones to excel or Scotty Miller to excel? For God's sakes, it's Julio Jones. And I don't know if we're going to see Julio Jones ball out by the end of this year. I just don't know if that's going to be the case. Too many drops. Too many penalties. Donovan Smith had a couple really big holding penalties over there. Uh, and listen, the Buccaneers won this game, so you don't want to make it uh, neg- mostly negative. But as Buccaneer fans, we thought this team was going to be more. And when you come out of a 16-13 victory, and I tell you that the game ball has to go to our kicker, Camarda, um, I just don't think it's saying much about this football team at this moment, Okay. Buccaneers have to go to Germany and play a pretty darn good Seahawks team. Um, we'll see how they fare. I mean, they came pretty close to losing that game yesterday. They lose that game yesterday, the season's done. But this is we're at a point right now where the Buccaneers, it's not too late to catch yourself, okay? There's still a lot of football left, and I'm hearing for the grapevine, there's a bunch of rumors that Gronk's going to come back, but you know that was going to come, people. Those rumors were going to come win, lose, or draw for the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers were losing. In it, winning, you were going to hear Gronk coming back. Somebody was going to wake it up, okay? And it's a, it's awoken. So we'll see if Gronk comes back, and we'll see if even Gronk even wants to come back to this mess right now. And I'm saying a mess. We won a game yesterday. But you won a game, and I think they won two of the last seven. It's not, it's not championship football. So... I'm going to look at this team, and I'm going to break them down and evaluate them as close as I can. Um, still looking at players like JTS, uh, Tryon Shreyanka. I just don't get it. I don't I don't understand it. He's running straight up the field, and they're running right underneath him. None of it's good. He made one play yesterday, and he missed the sack. That's the play he made. He missed the sack. That was the play. And when I'm looking at other teams and other defensive ends and linebackers making plays, Aiden Hutchinson and guys like that, I'm waiting for Tryon Schoenko to make a play. I don't, I'm not asking for much. Make a play. And don't be a liability. You're a number one draft pick. That's not asking too darn much. But as a whole, we have to be happy we figure out a way to win that game yesterday because that was not pretty offensively. Defensively, good for you. We're getting after the passer a little bit better but there's still some things we need to clean up because that Rams football team is not a great football team. It just isn't. And that Seahawks team we're running into in Germany, they can play football on both sides of the football. So we'll see. The Buccaneers are still in first place. Don't ask me how, but they're still in first place. And you may mess around and you could be 500. You might be able to be below 500 the rest of the season and end up in first place. But what's that going to give you? Probably a really quick out, but you never know. Anybody wants to hit me up, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. And please make sure you're listening to my other podcast on the Plat Power podcast as well. And uh, I'm not on the radio anymore, so this is the way you're going to hear my voice. So uh, you want to subscribe and do the whole nine yards. So I appreciate you guys and guys listening every single week. And I appreciate you. Have a wonderful week. Go Bucks. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.